do is um, I'm an inspirational and motivational speaker as well. And I'm an advocate of vegetarianism for more than 20 years already. I'm a mother of three, all of those who are already grown up. And um, I'm one of my preoccupations right now is managing a company that uh, trains nurses for the NCLEX, for the U.S. exam, and other international exams like uh, for the U.K., um, for the UAE, and also the IELTS and the English exams. So that's what we do. Okay. So how did you I get think... into uh, dentistry? Oh, actually, um, it's a long story, but to make it short, it was actually the course that my mother wanted for me. Mm-hmm. So I... Initially, I wanted to be a, a full, you know, a doctor, a physician, but she said, um, why not try dentistry instead? And I also wanted to be an architect because there is an artist in me, but I saw a lot of math subjects, you know, like math. So I said, okay, fine, let's go dentistry. And I fell in love with dentistry because it's a fusion of the two um, topics that I really love, which is science and arts. You cannot be a good dentist if you're not a good artist, and you cannot be a good dentist without um, a good knowledge of science. Mm. So that's how I became a dentist. So the dentistry, how did that plan out? Well, um, uh, uh, I I went through six years of uh, dentistry school, after which I went into practice. And uh, while practicing dentistry, probably 10 years ago, I decided to pursue nursing. And uh, um, from there, um, it, it led one thing led to another. I went into uh, a company invited me to teach um, after passing all the exams and the US uh, licensure exam. And then this company invited me to teach. And after teaching um, uh, for, for a while, then now I'm the managing director. I'm now um, in charge of the whole operations, international operations. Oh, that's interesting. So well, now that you've, you oh, said I it was art. You. I, cannot, I cannot hear you. Oh. I can't hear you. Hello? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So okay. you said dentistry is an art. How? I, I never actually thought about it like that. So, um, well, um, you know why art? First of all, in, in dentistry school, you get to draw a lot. You draw um, the teeth and uh, actually the basic medical subjects. You have to draw um, the cells and everything. And then when you get to the um, teeth part, you have to copy exactly how a teeth looks like. And when you do dentures, you set the teeth. It should look like um, you try to envision how it would look like in the person, and then you are, if you are an artist, you'll be able to achieve that. And uh, um, you, you have to make it look like natural, right? Mm-hmm. When you do fillings, when you do, we carve, you know, we carve teeth. So it's like a combination of um, a drawing and uh, a sculpture at the same time. Because you have to, du- to duplicate, you have to, you know, have it the teeth and then whatever you do inside the patient's mouth you have to make it appear like it's natural that's why you need art uh, combined I... with science combined with science mm-hmm. so uh so how do you help people you know uh you know you help them with the exams and stuff and 
How, how, how does that work? Yeah. Uh, so uh, currently, um, I'm managing a company, like I said, who's um, uh, helping nurses um, be able to uh, uh, get their license to be able to practice in the USA, in the UAE, in UK, and in other parts of the world. And it's like we're offering them opportunities to, you know, to for a better life. And how we do that is that we we give them, of course, uh, we present to them the concepts that they need to pass these exams. But together with those concepts, we we also uh, give them a lot of motivation and inspiration, because you know we believe that knowledge is um, cannot achieve as much as you know motivation does. You have to motivate a person so that he will be able to use all the knowledge that he has to pass the exam, not just to pass the exam, but to be the best that he can be in anything that he do that he does. So we inspire, we motivate, we we empower them. We empower every student that goes to our doors. Mm-hmm. So that's how we we are able to produce success. Right. So how how how's that motivational speaking like? Uh, what what exactly do you talk about? First of all, um, one thing that I do is to help the student realize that the power to achieve whatever you want in life, it lies within you and it starts with your mind. Your mind is a very powerful thing. Your mind, what, uh, like, you know, there are a lot of sayings like um, what you can, what you can uh, conceive and, you know, you conceive everything in your mind, right? <laughs> whatever you can conceive, you can achieve what you think you can become and it's always always true and that is just and one of the things that we you know help the students realize that if you for example like a nurse who wants to work in the united states you know just studying all those concepts would not help you pass the exam if you don't believe in yourself because at the end of the day the exam is actually um what what you do in exam in any kind of examination is that you make decisions right mm-hmm. yes yeah. you decide which answer you choose or you decide which is the best answer so it's at the end of the day it's it's all decision making but will you be able to make the right decisions if you're not confident no. let me ask you this no so and the best decisions that you made in your life are those that you made when you were confident, right? When you were so sure of yourself and so sure of what you want. Of course. Yes? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, these things are actually very basic. These are like common sense. But, you know, in the pursuit of um, of a lot of things, we crowd our minds and then we, we, we think of so many things. There are so many things that we want that we fail to focus on what we really want. So, um, and if you want something, you have to believe You have to believe that you're going to make it, that you're going to get it, and that you deserve it. Because if that's the case, you're going to focus on it, right? Yes. And no no matter what people tell you, you would not believe them, right? You would always believe that I I deserve this. This is what I want. And that's how you make it happen. (laughs) That's how you make it happen. Yes. Anything, anything you want in life, that's just the key. And, you know, I'm speaking not from theoretical point of view but you know after I've, you know after going through a lot in life and after a lot of successes and failures in life these are the things that I learned and that's why I'm sharing it with people because you know what I 
I've proven for myself, I know that they can do it as well. Oh, that's, that's great. So how, how, you know, the big issue I feel with, you know, uh, you know, trying to is, uh, you know, time management with any student or of any kind is, you know, how do you, uh, get, you know, get everything where you don't, you're not overwhelmed or you're not too overwhelmed, but you can be able to do what you want to do. Well, first things first, what do you want? Yes. <laughs> that's, a, that's the you first question. Always go back to yourself, you know? You know, it is true what they said, all those spiritual teachers, all those, you know, inspirational, motivational speakers, what they what they say is that, know what you want, know what you want, you owe all the answers to your questions, all the answers to what you, 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 you want to know is actually inside of you already. It's like, um, sometimes you have a problem or you're going through something and you want to find solutions, right? And you try to ask people, how do I do this? Or, or do you think this is the right thing to do? You, you know, sometimes you mm -hmm. ask people like that. But actually, the answer is already within you, right? Yes. Yes. Sometimes you have a problem and you try to ask people for solutions. But actually, inside you, you already know the answer, right? Yes. You just wanted validation, right? Uh -huh. So the key in achieving or not being overwhelmed is that what is it really that you want? You know, you have to um, break down your dreams or, or, or your what you want in life. Like, like, let's start with what you want immediately. Or, or, or let's say, do you want to be happy? Every one of us like, would like to, have, to be happy, right? Yes. 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 And we all have the capability of being happy anywhere, everywhere, and whatever. It's like a decision. It's always a decision. For example, some somebody is you know um, bothering you and pestering you, whether at work or in the house or anywhere. But if if it's, if your decision is to be happy, like I'm going to be happy today no matter what. So if somebody does something to you, it doesn't affect you at all, because it was a decision, and it's your decision today to be happy, right? So you know so that you will not be overwhelmed with a lot of things break down the things that you want what is most important for you at this point that's also one of the things that you ask yourself what is really important for me right now is it to 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 buy a car is it to get this job or just to be happy why do i want to to get this car why do i want to you know buy this thing why do i want to um get that job i want to be happy right right mm -hmm. Yes. Yes? Yes. Because those are the things that are going to make us happy. But actually where you are, like like when you're carrying, let's say, a lot of groceries, you, you bought, you went to the grocery store, you, you, you have, uh, let's say, around eight plastic bags. How do you, you know, how, how you, will you be able to carry all of those when you can carry them one at a time so that you are not overwhelmed. You do not break the things, you know. So you just carry them one at a time or you find a way to carry them all together, which is get a cart. There's always a solution. Mm. But, you know, it's always within you. The answer is within you. You already know. You already know what you need to do. You just need to focus inside, not outside. You have to internalize. You have to ask 
yourself because the answers are already there okay. focus on the inside focus on the inside not on the outside and what, what you know the materialistic point of view of you know everybody wants things now you know they want yeah more uh, items and how how do you like i mean i guess you're how how would you just you know tell someone you know that's not it's not what it's all about you know having things and money and you know you you know sometimes you don't tell a person what to do you sometimes put it in a question mm -hmm. right because you want them you know being a nurse also you know we have this way of being therapeutic yeah we have this what you call therapeutic communication wherein you help the person for example if, if this were a psychiatric client um, you have the person find the solutions within himself you know you you have to help them find coping mechanisms that they did in the past so if you're if you're if you want to help somebody realize that material things are not um, the end all and be all you sometimes just present reality to them and uh, you, you ask them questions that would lead them to the answer like for example for instance um, like you know, um, if my child, for example, if one of my children would um, always insist on uh, buying a new cell phone when, when she already has one, I would ask her a question. Do you really need it? Uh, for example, in school, do you need that for you to succeed in school? Of course, she would say no. You, you already have a cell phone, right? Yes. So what's what's this cell phone any different from this one? I know that this is... You know, this has more capability, but cell phones are for calling, for, you know, for not, but right now this, the cell phones are smartphones, I know, but she has also a smartphone, but I would tell her which is more important for you right now. Is it your studies or the cell phone? Which is more important for you? Which, where can you, which one would you prefer that I, you know, give you a laptop or in which you, which you can actually use more in your studies or buy you a new cell phone you know you just give them choices you just lead them to the realization of which one is really important so even with you know with my children I don't force them to think the way I do I just you know give them the opportunity to make decisions and you know to learn from I allow them sometimes to make mistakes for them to realize what is right and what is wrong because you know the answers will come if you help the person, you know, find it with and not force it on them. Am I coming in clear? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> Hello? Yeah. it's slowing down a little bit. It's it's fine. Um, yeah. So, so, so somehow when, when people ask me or, or how do I present these things also, I, I also use, um, um, what's that? I also use examples mm -hmm. of... Um, like like people for example who um who are able to uh achieve a lot in life not because they were rich not because they had everything you know um ultimately the the most important thing the most important treasure or the most valuable thing in life is the life itself or what you got there because uh everything people can take away from you but the the thing this the things that you know 
the power that you have there within you um, would help you achieve almost anything. Like for example, uh, I use um, I'm a fan of you know J.K. Rowling, Oprah Yeah, you know these are very inspirational people. We're in, you know they 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 found their power in the darkest lowest point in their lives and if you'll ask me um, if, if you know they've been invited to speak or talk everywhere and always always you know they yes they have this all this riches this fame but um, they they always use it to benefit other people which means that um, the most important thing in life really are not things but what you got there inside your life wow that, that that that's that's great well i just think that you know what you're saying is something that everyone should know you know that everybody should be able to hear and listen and you know sharing sharing your uh, thoughts and ideas is what what i really i really like about other people and you know everyone has a point of view but at the end of the day you know there's certain things that are you know certain so how long have you been doing motivational speaking? And oh, uh, I've been doing this for um, more than 20 years. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm also a spiritual speaker for a non-sectarian organization that, uh, and that is actually that supports the vegetarian practice, which is, you know, basically um, respect for life, you know. And uh, yeah, that's, that's part of what I do. And, um, you know, knowing that um, uh, a lot of people right now, it's, it, you know, in, in, in the world that we live in right now, it's very easy to go negative thinking, you know, to, it's easy to compare yourself with others. It's easy to look at the, you know, uh, the point of view is always um, what to gain, what to gain, material things, and only to find out that you know, your efforts are futile. It's not the one that will give you true happiness. At, at, you know, at the end of it, uh, of it all, everybody is just searching for happiness when mm -hmm. it is already within you all the time. Yes, and <laughs> that, that 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 you know, happiness. Everyone's trying to get it, and how how do you, you know everybody wants it? And uh, you know, I don't think you know. I've never. I'm not happy all the time, obviously, but. I, I'm always excited and you know happy to talk to people and you know just learn something you know you know figure something you're passionate about that's what I always always think people just you know get into some I call them traps you know society traps and you know they're not doing what they want to do or you know they never tried and trying is like the biggest thing for me you know once you try all you have to have is determination and perseverance and just you'll eventually achieve it it may take you a while, you know. If yes, yes, it is a constant learning experience. You don't you don't learn these things at one time, you know, in a snap. Like like what you do, right? Mm -hmm. um, you said you're not you're not always happy, but you are basically happy because you're doing what you want, right? Yes. But before you found out that this is really what you want, it took a lot of wrong turns, right? Yes, a lot of wrong yes. turns. Yes. Certain, you know, avenues that at the end of the day we, oh, this is not really what I want, right? Because you're not really happy. But until you find that one thing that you really love to do, 
and that that's why you're happy because you're doing what you want and you know that you're also making other people happy right mm-hmm. yeah i always yeah. i always think you know of that i think that's why we have so many idols you know the, yes. everybody has you know uh, a person they idolize whether it's you know jk rowling or you know maybe it's a movie or you know the harry potter movies very big and yes. throughout my 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 early childhood and adult early adulthood so it really you know developed me as a person and those those ideas stuck with me of mm-hmm. you know you know yeah. going through struggles yes. mm-hmm. you you go through a lot of uh, failures mm-hmm. um, you go through a lot of uh, wrong turns disappointments challenges but one thing that I often share with people is not to be, you know, not to allow those uh, wrong turns, those disappointments, those um, adversities, you know, bring them down, but use them as stepping stones, learning, you know, every failure, every challenge is a learning experience. You just have to remain positive, mm-hmm. you know, inside your mind. If you have a problem, you know, as a leader in my organization, one of the things that I you know, help, um, you know, impart to my colleagues and to my um, subordinates is the power of positive thinking. Like, you know, problems are inevitable, right? Everywhere you go. As long as you're alive, you have problems, right? Yes. Yes. But problems are actually something to be thankful for Mm -hmm. because these are learning experiences. If you look at problems as opportunities for learning, if you look at problems as portals for learning then you will gain a lot you will gain a lot and that's how you learn that's how you become strong that's how you gain the wisdom so we we always have to thank even the bad times even the wrong turns because it led us to where we are right now yes and and i feel like we're more connected than ever i mean it's (laughs) it's disconnection and connection because i feel you know with the technology and everything you know I can speak to you and you're thousands and thousands of miles away and we can still have a conversation and share ideas with others and I always think that's that's what motivates people they want to hear hear people's perspective because you know it's great to hear you know JK Rowling say this or that and you know that's her life experience but you know there's so many other people just like you that have experience in something that you know most people would say, oh, okay, that, that's, a, you know, amazing what she's doing. And, you know, how, how do I do that? How do I become, you know, either successful or, you know, how do I get into that field? How do I, you know, become whatever they want to be? It takes a lot of practice. It takes a lot of practice and realization daily, daily. Or, or, or it could be several times during the day. And, you know, it's true what they said, that life is too short to learn from your own experiences. You also have to learn from other mm-hmm. people. I always, right? I always tell someone that, you know, anybody is like, uh, you know, you might make a mistake, but if you see someone make a st- mistake, then you know that you're not supposed to make the same mistake they're, that you're yeah. making. You have to learn from her mm-hmm. or from him, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So that you don't make the, the same mistake. Yes. And, and I... that is wisdom. That is called wisdom. Wisdom is more important than knowledge. Knowledge is learned. Wisdom is from within. The yeah. realization that the, of the truth that is already always inside of you. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. 
that's 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 true and i always you know try to tell all my listeners you know to be positive to try to think uh you know the first thing is you you said it perfectly is like what do you want to do what what are you passionate about you know everyone's different from automotive to you know there's so many different ways and and you know uh there's not a set path you know you can become an entrepreneur or do something that no one else has ever done do something you want to do or maybe you think there's something you really want to do and just just try you need to try and you, you need to be determined in order to you know achieve it and eventually you will achieve it yeah you know like um like two of the um uh it uh the computer icons uh bill gates and uh steve jobs you know when they visualized what they did it was you know at the time seemingly impossible right mm-hmm. but yes. they went for it right they, they go for it and Walt Disney Walt Disney right mm-hmm. his imagination was so right and um, and there, there was this story that that is very common uh, knowledge that uh, one of his teachers told him that you have no imagination right uh-huh I yeah. Yes, yes, that's true. I remember that. But but he believed in himself. Mm-hmm. He believed in his vision. And that's why every kid right now, including you and me at our age, right, we still enjoy the Disney movies or the Disneyland, right? Mm-hmm. It's because of a, a man who believed in what he wanted. He knew what he wanted, right? Yes. Yeah. He wanted to make people happy. <laughs> right? Yes. And so, so yeah. yeah, that's why these people are huge sources of inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, and I always use them as example. You know, they started small. They're not big people. They're not born rich, right? Mm-hmm. But they, but they have this ability, ability to believe in themselves and to pursue what they believe to be true. And I always feel that, you know, at any time we bring up Idol, Bill Gates is a perfect example, you know. Everyone's like, he's he lives a perfect life. He lives, everything's perfect for him. And uh, I always tell people, you know, it's not perfect. It's not always going to, you're never going to find something. You're never, you're always going to run into trouble no matter how much money, no matter how much fame, no matter how, how many people you know. You're always going to have some type of struggle and you're going to have to think about what do you want to do next what do you what's the next challenge what's the next step for you and you know if you look at the lives of this you know um successful people you would realize that they were able to achieve such huge amounts of success because what they have in mind is not themselves Mm. right yes what do they have in mind they have a double vision not for themselves but for other people, right? Yes, yes. And and I believe that it also that's one important ingredient for success is that what is your purpose? You have to find that purpose. And uh, I believe that you are here for a reason and that your life has a huge potential to touch other lives and that's how you are able to achieve a lot when you have a big vision, not just for yourself, but for others. Yes, and, and see, if you look at them, like Oprah Winfrey, she always says, um, "I'm in television, I'm, I'm in, uh, I'm here, 
and I realized that it is not for me to allow television to use me, but for me to use television to enlighten people, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why she's there because she's living her purpose, yeah. and probably that's why you're here. You have this passion because you want to reach out to people and you want to spread positivity, right? Yes. And that's why you're happy, and that's why you're you're getting good at this, right? Yes. It, yeah. it, it's it's because ex- of the bigger vision. Uh-huh. It's exciting, and it's always it's always something different. And I learned something from someone that you know, I never we probably would never ever meet back in the you know 1800s and we or 1700s and you know we can connect and i think that's what the you know the internet's for it's for connection between people from you know places you know you can talk to your family that's thousands of miles away you can talk to your friends that are thousands of miles away and you can meet people thousands of miles away and I think you know yeah. we you need to connect with others, and you need a you need to build yourself a good foundation to, you know, find out yeah. what is it do you want to do, and figure out every purpose or whatever purpose you want. Mm-hmm. And you know, never limit yourself to you know two or three options. Or, you know, if that's what you want to do, go for it. You need to you need to you know keep exactly. going. Never ever limit yourself what you can do because there are no limits actually there are no limits the only limits that we have like I I read it someplace is are the ones that we set for ourselves Mm -hmm. that actually there are no limits we have unlimited potentials as humans Mm -hmm. I always find that fascinating because you know everyone tries to you know I think I think when people try to put you down and you know push on you and tease you and say oh okay you can't do that or that 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 you're not gonna be that they're more like you know they want to be you they want to do what you're doing but you know you haven't succeeded yet once you succeed they're gonna want to be you they're gonna want to you know oh oh you know they're gonna want to be your friends again because you know you understand that you know you finally succeeded and you persevered and you you made it through your your, your yeah. challenges Mm-hmm. If you don't give up, if you don't give up, if you push through despite their, even the ones that bring you down, in the end, you are going to inspire them as well. If you just go on, go, go for it and believe in yourself. Yes. So so what are like yeah. the toughest challenges you face now, like as a individual? Mm, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> You know why? Why? Why it's very, um, it's very uh, hard for me to answer that. Um, before I used to see when I was younger, I used to see every situation as tough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, now I see every situation as uh, an opportunity. That's why, if you tell me what is the toughest situation, I don't know <laughs> which one is tough, because for me. Um, it's just the same, you know, that's why I, I like, for example, in the company, we, we encounter a lot of challenges every day, um, whether, uh, or whatever, and then, you know, what I, what I tell, you know, sometimes my staff would tell me, uh, doctor, uh, we have this problem, so and so, okay, let's look at the problem, and let's try to find solutions, because, you know, as a positive person, I immediately look for solutions, I don't really dwell on the problem, 
just for the sake of looking at the problem, but I look at the problem to find solutions. And eventually, you know, um, since I empower, I inspire them as well, and then I, I allow them to think, you know, out of the box, okay, this is the problem, now what do you think is the solution? And then later on, they'll find out that the, the tough situation that they thought was tough was not actually a tough situation, but a small situation. Once you get to the, you know, you know that's, that's the difference between positive and negative people. When, when positive people have problems, small prob- uh, big problems become small, small problems become non-existent because immediately you find solutions, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. With negative people, what they do is they whine, they complain, they point fingers, so the small problems become big, and big problems, you know, they remain unsolved and they, they become part of the problem. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I teach people, including my children, you know, sometimes my kids would tell me, Mom, we have a problem like this, like this. Oh, that's not a problem. See, what, what can you do? You know, once they realize that there is a solution, then the problem becomes not a problem anymore. So I don't know what's very tough for me right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just the way you look at things, right? Mm-hmm. If you think that something is big, it becomes big. If you think something is small, it becomes small. So okay. it's, it's the way you think. It's the way you think. Right? So, so what keeps you so so motivated and you know is it the challenges what it what is it that keeps you going like uh well like any normal person um oh i don't want to be in a in a sad place i don't want to be in an in a place where i'm angry or i'm negative i i, I do you like the feeling you know you get when you're sad when yeah. you're when you're angry or when you're pissed off you like the feeling that you have you don't right no but i like it afterwards once it <laughs> you know you're you're sad you cry whatever and all the tears come down then you stop crying and then you relax and i don't know i just feel so much better once i let you know that energy cuz you you have negative energy and it's how how do you release that negative energy some people like you know exercise some people like drawing some people you know do whatever they want to do to release that negative energy so do you have something like that or is uh, yeah yeah you know i'm still a person right but uh, uh, like um uh, i have a question for example um why did you have that energy negative energy in the first place oh someone gave it to me oh no 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 oh, no uh, it was... Somebody did give it to you. You allowed it to, right? Yes. You allowed that negative energy to build up in your mind. Mm-hmm. Your mind. That's why I always go back to the mind, right? Mm-hmm. For example, a co-worker of mine, you know, um, because I'm the uh, the leader in the company, and sometimes I would give an uh, like uh, an order that uh, I believe um, would do best for our students, right? And Sometimes, you know, they have this, you know, um, thing that they would sometimes not follow. But, you know, instead of getting angry, being disappointed, getting pissed off, I would say to myself, it's okay. Let her learn from her mistake. You know, you're guiding her. You're doing as much. Let her deal with it. So I remove the negative energy immediately before it starts, right? Yes. 
Okay. I do not allow it to build up so that I won't have to let it, you know, to get rid of it, right? Yes. I do not allow it inside. So immediately, I said to myself, it's okay, it's okay. You don't have to, you know, give a fuss. She doesn't want to follow then. When she has a problem, you know, let her deal with it. It's not your, you know, it's not your call. Let her learn. So, you know, so that is why at the end of the day, they, they give me more respect because I don't force myself on them. I allow them to learn. Okay. I, I, I remain happy, you know. Or sometimes one of my kids, you know, kids, you know, they, they, they don't always follow you. Do you always follow your parents? Of course not. <laughs> and sometimes, of course, they, it gives them the, you know, heartache or pain. But instead of feeling that way, you know, I, I try to understand where they're coming from. Okay, mm-hmm. she needs to learn this or he needs to learn this. It's something that they need to learn. Let them. And then once they're ready to listen, you know, they would listen. But you, it, when once you maintain that calm inner spirit they respect you more because you know let's let's face it emotions emotions like anger unhappiness you know envy jealousy all of those are just you know in the mind mm-hmm. and you, do, do you, you always have a choice you always have a choice that is one thing that we need to learn day to day day to day you know I, I I did learn this in just one second you know I'm not just telling you this because I learned this yesterday no I learned this my whole life that you always have a choice mm-hmm. and you just have to practice it and you always have to make that choice each time each time and we're not here to please everybody we're here to speak our truth to enjoy life and you know, just to be happy. We can be happy. You know. Okay, so. You have a choice. You <laughs> yeah. have a choice. I think most people really need to hear. You know, you have. You can make your own decisions. You know that you can choose to be happy, or you can choose to yes. have the negative. You choose to be sad. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. If someone like, for example, uh, this happened to me long ago when I was still young. I was wearing expensive earrings. That my mom gave to me and because uh, we were working then as um, apprentice in a dental clinic and at lunchtime we used to you know lie down in the reception area because the clinic was closed right so we can lie down in the sofa and everything now after the break uh, you know while before I went to a nap my nap I removed my earrings put them on the table and this was the reception area so after I woke up, I forgot. I put my earrings there. And um, uh, we, came, we went back to work. Patients came in. And when I remembered where I left my earring, it was already evening at the end of our shift. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the earrings are no longer there, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, at that moment, I realized that I have a choice. Either I feel sad or bad or, you know, blame myself for being such a, you know, uh, a stupid girl leaving your earrings there. Or, you know, I chose to think at that moment, maybe the one who got my earrings really needed it. 
you know, more than I do. Maybe uh, they are in financial difficulty. You know, I, I, instead of being angry at myself and on that person who might have gotten it, I, I felt compassion. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, I'm still alive. I can still buy earrings. I can explain to my mom. You know, those sort of things. And I felt at peace. I felt happy. I didn't feel regret. I didn't feel, you know, I didn't feel the things that I usually would feel. And I realized at that moment, wow, you have a choice. <laughs> That's and great. You know, the, yes. And you know, the earrings, the earrings came back. What? Came back. The earrings came back. You know, uh, we just asked each patient, you know, you can do it. Did they find any earrings there when they were there? Mm. And one of the patients said, yes, we found the earring. My, my, um, she said his son played with it or whatever, or daughter. And then she, she, she bought it back. She brought it back to the clinic, <laughs> but I was not expecting it anymore because I let go of it. You know, you know, the word letting go, mm-hmm. letting go, it will give you peace once you let go. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, another thing I want to talk about is, you know, procrastination and uh, I think that's a big, you know, thing that most motivational speakers need to talk about is, you know, a lot of people do it, you know, wait to the last minute, you know, I, I, sometimes I, I thought of my, in my head and rationalized it by saying, you know, it, it's a race, you know, trying to see how fast I can finish it. You know, in school, I would finish assignments the day of right before it was due and you know i had like weeks or maybe a couple days to do it so how do you you know every everyone wants to know how you know to stop that i, I mean i've done it in a different way but everyone has their point of view of how how to keep procrastination away oh uh, procrastination is mm. that the uh our topic now yes um you know uh again it takes practice and mm-hmm. it takes your mind your mind conditioning your mind to thinking that you have to do it you have to do it I have to do this you know discipline I believe should come from within <laughs> and we have that inner discipline actually it's just that we don't we choose not to listen to it you know there's that inner voice inside of you right that's telling you you have to do this right yes if what you're doing going to do it is what you call it's not it's what some people refer to as the inner guidance system we all have that that when you're about to do something good it tells you go ahead do it go ahead do it it's like your parents telling you but your your parents are not there right mm-hmm. there's something inside of you that's that always tells you what is right and what is wrong right you right. already know mm-hmm. and yes. uh, even you know even waking up in the morning like like for example you know you have a job the next day or you have class early the next day and uh, um, even though your mom is not telling you that you should go to go go to bed early and you know stop what you're doing because you need to sleep because tomorrow is another day you have to wake up Sometimes there is that inner guidance system that is already telling you sleep, sleep, sleep. You know, mm-hmm. 
but sometimes we choose not to listen, right? Right. We choose not to listen, so we, we stay we stay up late, and then the next day we're grouchy. It's hard for us to get up because already there's something inside of you that's telling you to do this, but we we choose not to listen, and uh, and sometimes or for example if you if you set the alarm have you ever ever experienced waking up ahead of the alarm yes why because it's your inner guidance system <laughs> I, I i always have this experience of waking up at least one minute before the alarm sounds because it's your inner guidance systems that never sleeps uh-huh. it's yeah. telling you to wake up wake up wake up but you know, sometimes our parents would wake us up, but we still will not stand up, right? Mm-hmm. We will not stand or will not wake up because the mind is telling you, I don't want to wake up, I don't want to wake up, I don't want to stand, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just mind conditioning. Like, for example, one of my my um, greatest, uh, if you can say, um, one of the things that I had to hurdle before when I was young is being late, always being late. Why? Because, you know, I, I always uh, have this thinking that it's okay, right? But eventually you, you realize that you, you know, once you, uh, you learn from life, you realize that, like, for example, if it happens to you that you have an appointment and you're, um, you know, the one that, that you're supposed to meet did not arrive on time, you realized how, you know, you're wasting the the, uh, the, per, the other time, the, the other person's time, right? Yeah. And then you, you, you get to, you know, to learn from that and that later on, I would tell myself, no, no, I don't want to, to waste the other person's time and I have to be there early. You know, it's just my conditioning. So that you do everything in your power to get there ahead of time for example if your appointment is at eight o'clock now and you or for example your class is at eight o'clock and you always come in late now there's always a chance to change right Mm -hmm. every day every day every moment is a chance for you to change change what change your thoughts change your mind and everything outside will change right yeah if you change your thoughts into thinking like it's okay if i'm late and into thinking that it's not okay if I'm late, so I have to be early. I have to be early. I have to be early, right? Yes. So okay. everything follows. Actually, everything follows. It's just mind. That's where you start always. Oh, okay. Now I want to ask you about vegetarianism. I I actually don't know what that is. Is this a vegetarian or is it what what does that mean? Okay. When you say vegetarian, um, uh. When you look at the dictionary, the the definition is actually very vague. But vegetarians are people who do not eat meat. Mm-hmm. When you say meat, it includes um, pork, beef, all all kinds of beings that have life, and it also includes chicken, fish, seafoods, and all the products coming from that. So. Um, we are very careful of the labels. We don't eat, even if you say just chicken powder, we don't eat it. Um, and uh, what we eat are fruits, vegetables, you know, and uh, products coming from those, grains, nuts. So those are the things. And uh, um, all the health benefits, not just health benefits, but 
it, it you know people practice vegetarianism for three reasons one is that it's or, or a combination of all this one is that it's good for your body it's good for your mind and it's good for your spirit so actually uh, there are deeper deeper um, reasons for being vegetarian but to sum it all up it's it's really the respect for life you respect the life of other beings mm -hmm. so so what made you decide to become you know a vegetarian yourself i mean um well initially um uh i learned about you know i grew up loving vegetables actually mm -hmm. I, I i grew up that way my i grew up with my grandparents and and my grandmother loves and she was really a good cook and she cooks a lot of vegetables so it wasn't very hard for me because i grew up eating really vegetables and um when i got married and uh, uh my brother-in-law is a vegetarian for 20 years and um uh, he invited us uh, to spiritual talks that actually explained the importance of being vegetarian and it, it was easy for me to understand and I you know right away I made that decision also my kids my, my children were born vegetarians they they never you know tasted any meat at all what they were yeah they were all born vegetarians the first vegetarian in the family was my eldest daughter she's 22 now and when she was in my tummy, you know, um, that's where, you know, I, I learned that probably she's really a natural vegetarian because when I, whenever I would eat meat or hamburger or anything, I would throw up. But whenever I eat vegetables or fruits, it's it's okay. I'm okay. So when she she came out, also I, I noticed that she would not she would not open her mouth whenever I would feed her meat or fish or chicken. But she would always open her mouth whenever I feed her fruits and vegetables. So see, that's interesting. It's it's, it's really very natural, actually. If if you ask me, uh, our humans, everything is we are designed for fruits and vegetables. Our body is designed mm -hmm. for that. From the teeth, you know, I'm a dentist, right? Mm -hmm. I know every nook and cranny of your teeth and you know if you'll ask me where it is very similar with if you're going to ask you know the divine creation the divine design is that we are very very close to monkeys to primates and what do they eat they eat fruits right yes we have very similar teeth to them and if you you know whenever I discuss vegetarianism I always you know start with um what is natural among us humans what is are we naturally born to be vegetarians and i would go as far as since you know i'm, I'm well versed with when it comes to anatomy and physiology of the body mm -hmm. i'm a nurse i'm a dentist um i would you know explain to people that not just our teeth but our stomach our intestines and our colon you know where food passes from here outside going out everything is designed you know for uh, fruit and vegetable consumption and then and that is the reason why whenever we eat meat we get sick we get cancer we get diabetes we get all of those long-term um, 
you know mm-hmm. diseases that is you know the um we're in people right now because there's a lot of fast food you know it's very easy to 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 get chicken meat and all that's why there's very high incidence of uh, long-term diseases like hypertension stroke heart heart problems were in before in the olden days those diseases exist only in the old age when you turn 60 or 70 you know but right now those diseases can be found in 10 year old you know mm-hmm. have you ever seen an, a 10 year old who's hypertensive or in before it's unimaginable because way way back people tend to eat more you know healthy right they eat more vegetables but now people have turned to meat for their um, nourishment and thinking that they would grow strong right there was actually this funny um, this funny saying I forgot who said it it's one philosopher who said that people eat meat thinking that they would you know be as strong as an ox or a horse mm-hmm. but what does the horse eat and the ox eat they eat grass right okay. yeah that's true okay <laughs> you know the strongest the longest lived and the most gentle animals they are on you know mm-hmm. vegetable diet you see elephants you see horses you see giraffes you see even the the dinosaurs the you know the biggest animals the brontosaurus you know mm-hmm. they're gentle they're gentle they're healthy they're long lived right mm-hmm. they have long lives but those who eat meat they're fierce you know and uh, if, you're, if you're going to look uh, compare a carabao an ox or a horse to a lion who do we use for work like who help us in the field is it the lion or is it the horse the horse <laughs> because the lions cannot work you know that's why they're lazy they just sleep right mm-hmm. because that's what meat does to our body see if you want to live strong healthy you know actually a lot of people one of the most common things that I you know get to uh, experience is that whenever people see me I, and I'm sure that you, when you saw my picture you thought I was like 30 or something right a lot of people don't know that I'm already in my 50s <laughs> what uh, For, are you, oh my gosh I, I thought yeah, oh, okay I, I thought you were 34 35 okay yeah it because it's because of the diet okay. you know when you're on a vegetarian diet you the older you get the younger you look without you know without without anything I don't use any kind of you know I just use um, sunblock because I just like to protect my skin from the sun and besides that I eat only healthy food fruits and vegetables you know when I went there in the US last year I went to Houston you did? I was there in Houston yeah because we have uh, we, we conduct our classes there at Drury Hotel oh the Drury right? yes yes I yeah uh, I was actually supposed to go there this May, but uh, my my trip there was postponed later this year. Mm-hmm. But you know, when I was in the U.S., I enjoyed the foods there. I love. I eat them every day. That's that's all that I eat. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the fruits, and you know, it helps you, um, you know, be strong. You 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 maintain you know a fit body, and you feel good all the time. 
Why? Because you're eating what you're supposed to eat, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that, yeah, that's that's your vegetarianism in a nutshell. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I've, I don't I don't know how I feel about it. I've I've tried it, but I I felt sick. I felt weak when I. It was for about twelve weeks, and I just don't know. I feel like it's. People are different, so I think people react differently to vegetarianism or being a vegetarian. Well, if, if your body reacted that way, sometimes, you know, you also have to condition the mind that mm. this is what I need, this is best for me, right? And you do it, you can do it not immediately, but gradually. Some people do. What they do is that first they eliminate the red meat, then the pork, and then the chicken, you know, little by little until... You know, because if you do that and you try tasting them again, actually you'll find it repulsive already. You know, after two or two months to six months of doing that, not not tasting all these things, but you know, filling yourself up with fruits and vegetables, and uh, you'll find out that one day you would not, you cannot tolerate the smell of it. Mm -hmm. You're just able to eat it right now because. That's what your mind is telling you. You need this. You need this. You need this, right? Yeah. So, is if if you also that's why the deeper reason for being a vegetarian is actually more of compassion, more of uh, respecting the lives of these beings who are suffering because of you. Let me tell you one story, okay? Let me tell you one story, and I hope you know this is a true story. One time, I was riding a taxi because it was raining so hard and uh, my car um my car was uh it's like uh, i didn't want to bring my car because in the philippines sometimes if there's flood right mm -hmm. so i don't want to immerse my car in the flood so i i chose to ride the taxi and i was about to bring my daughter to she it was her first day for college and uh she she requested me to accompany her to be with her and it was raining so hard that day and then you know i, I hailed a taxi and um, uh, after we brought my daughter to her school i asked him can you please bring me back to my house so that i won't have to hail another taxi and then he said okay and he was an old man and then you know um on our ride home after you know bringing um leaving my daughter in school and on the ride home uh, since it was um, traffic, so I took the opportunity to talk to the old man. And, you know, uh, I told him, uh, you know, sir, I said, you, um, you look a little bit old, you know, for you to be driving, still driving. Shouldn't you be retiring? You know, that's mm -hmm. what I asked him. And then, you know what he told me? He said, oh, no, ma'am. Because if I retired, he said, I might die. Oh, is that really? Well, I appreciate, I told him, I appreciate, you know, your way of thinking because it's true that when, if you stop working, if you retire, then your body would grow weak and then because there would be no purpose, right? Mm -hmm. And then I, and then he asked me, uh, you know, can you guess, he asked me, can you guess my age? Oh. I said, maybe you're 76 or 80, I told him, or maybe um, any, anywhere from 70 to 80, I told him. 
He said, no. Uh, what? Higher or lower? He said, higher. What? You're, you're more than 80? Yes. He said, okay. 85? No, higher. What? I said, how old are you? And it, it was raining hard, so I, I had trouble hearing him. He said, 106. 106. I said, what? I said, what? You know, I, I thought it's because it, it was of the rain that I was not here, able to hear properly. He said, 106. What? I said, 106 and you're still driving a taxi? And then I said, are you really? I, is that true? And he, he showed me his ID. And he told me that he was already featured into popular TV programs as the oldest taxi driver. <laughs> and then I said, oh, oh, oh my God, Do, did you remember where you, where you picked me up? I said, <laughs> you know, thinking that he might have forgotten. No, and he said, of course. And then I said, how come? You're so strong. You, you're so, you know, you're so healthy. And then he told me, you might not believe if I tell you. No, I said, try me, try me. He said, I don't eat meat. That's what that's the first thing that he told me. I don't eat meat. Oh, I said, I'm not surprised because I'm a vegetarian. I told him, <laughs> I'm a vegetarian. And, you know, my daughter, the one that we brought to school actually is a born vegetarian. And then that's, it's his turn to say, that is your daughter? I thought he, she was your sister. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my daughter. I said, that's my daughter. And then I said, you know, I believe. I believe. Because um, I believe. Because I'm a vegetarian for more than 20 years. And But I, but I asked him, what is your reason for, for not eating meat? Because it's very rare to find people, you know, um, who doesn't eat meat. Uh, vegetarians are very few and then I told him what made you decide to, to not eat meat and then he said you know I cannot bear to um, to have other beings suffering because of me when you kill when you know before you eat fried chicken think of that being that you're going to eat they have a life right they have a life and for every being, the most important thing is his life. Let me ask you this. What is the most important thing for you right now? Life. Your life. Mm -hmm. Your life, right? More than anything. More than anything you own. Mm -hmm. Your life, right? Yes? Yes. And it's the same thing with all the other beings. They may not be as intelligent as you and me, but they have a life. The chicken, the pig, the cows, the fish, they are minding their own business. They're not hurting you, but why hurt them? Right? Mm -hmm. It's different when you, when you are, you know, when you kill, when you are able to kill because you are trying to save yourself, your life. But when you kill just for your appetite, when you can live longer with fruits and vegetables, you know, where's the wisdom there, right? Mm-hmm. And when you eat a lot of meat, you end up in the hospital. You end up with hypertension. You end up with everything. Why, 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 why choose that? When you can choose to be, you know, healthy, and uh, not have cancer, not have hypertension, not have diabetes, mm -hmm. right? And look young. 
right? And enjoy <laughs> life. Be happy. You have a choice. And you know, I asked him, why? Because that's why he said, I cannot bear to, you know, have other beings suffering because of me. So I don't, you know, eat them. Because if nobody would eat them, nobody would kill. If nobody would kill, nobody would sell, right? Yes. We all have a responsibility. We all here. We have a responsibility towards one another. And life is God's most precious gift to every being, not just for you. So let us try to respect it at least, you know. And since we respect their lives, we will not eat them, we will not hurt them. And so you enjoy this kind of, you know, you look young, you're healthy. It's, it's what you get in return. Without even asking for it. Without even asking for it. I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask to look young. I didn't want to look young. I just, you know, respected their lives. I didn't ask to, to have a normal vital signs and everything at my age, wherein 10-year-olds have hypertension. I, at 52, am, am okay. I'm not high blood pressure. I don't have even hypertension. I'm healthy <laughs> in so many ways. See, I it's my choice, right? Yes, yeah. So we just, you know, educate and um, help people understand, you know, help them understand. Not just tell them, but help them to understand. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you might have to say it over and over and over and over before it sinks in. But you just say it, you know, you, you just say it not to force them to do it, but to help them understand and make the change on their own. Right? Mm, yes. Okay. So you see this guy? The taxi driver i always you know share his story to my friends to to my to everybody who listens to me and you know i was so happy to meet him and that i told him you know sir if you have ever because at the time i was still practicing my 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 dentistry um, practice and I, I told him you know if you ever need help with your teeth you know older people you know that they were dentures right if ever you need any help with your teeth I'd be happy to give it to you for free, I told him. And you know what he told me? Oh, my, my teeth are complete. Thank you. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't even have a tooth decay. Why? Because of his diet. A diet of vegetables actually preserves your calcium in the body. A diet of meat um, uh, and too much, you know, protein like, like eggs and cheese and too much... Um, milk actually it, it and combined with meat too much protein in your body depletes your calcium reserves that's why you know you end up osteoporotic or you have you lose your teeth or, or something you see when you respect the lives of other beings you get the benefits okay. naturally naturally okay uh, there's one question one last question I want to ask you and it's it's about dentistry so you know I recently you know, found out that, you know, uh, so flossing, right? Um, yes. There was a recent uh, thing that happened in the U.S. where the U.S. Surgeon General said that it was not, they didn't have any, uh, inf they didn't have any actual studies that said flossing was, uh, actually helped your teeth. So I was looking at that and I, I wasn't sure if that's, been told worldwide or if it's you know a new thing that's happening because it was recent very recent oh i haven't heard of that but you know as a professional here mm. in my country 
um, one of the things that I actually implement on my uh, clients is to use floss, mm-hmm. but to, to use it properly. Because if you use it uh, in the wrong way, it can actually do more harm than good. Because if you pull too much and it, you know, it, 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 it damages the tissues there, it does more harm than good. Mm-hmm. It creates, you know, pockets or more places where 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 um, uh, food can get stuck. But you know, that's why flossing is encouraged. Is because when you brush your teeth, mm-hmm. the areas in between your teeth are not really reached by you know the brush. That's why sometimes um, cavities in between the teeth are very common. So if you floss um, in the right way, you reduce the incidence of um, uh, what you call interdental caries or proximal caries. That's what what we call it. You know, the ones that Mm -hmm. that, uh, happen in between when when you floss properly. Well, actually, you know, um, eating eating fruits a lot Mm-hmm. It help also with the natural cleansing of the teeth, and uh, actually bacteria they love what do they love? They love meat, mm-hmm. the meat that you eat. And when it gets stuck there, mm-hmm. that's one of the main causes of also gum problems because the bacteria goes to it right away. But when you eat, mo- you know, just just do it on your own, okay? Just just experiment. If you eat meat and you know the meat gets stuck in your teeth, try not to floss for a day. Mm. Okay, and then tomorrow you floss, you smell it. It smells so bad, right? Why? Yes. Because bacteria is there. But try eating fruits. Fruits. Okay. Fruits. Oh, then even know. even yeah, actually, re- seldom will they get stuck, because why? It's fruits, right? Mm-hmm. Or if ever they get stuck there, try to remove it. You see that the the smell is different. Mm-hmm. Meat, they rot immediately. That's why, you know, one of the things I also tell my, my, my uh, patients is that um, especially when you eat meat or you eat sweets, you have to really floss, mm-hmm. but you have to not go too deep in the gum area because once you, you, you slice or tear the gums, then more problems will arise. Mm-hmm. So you just do it properly. Just do it properly. Right. And so... Uh, I guess dentistry right now so uh, you know there's so many mouthwashes so many toothpastes and so many types of toothbrushes from electric to you know I've seen some that do some crazy stuff that you know you put it in and it's like a whole thing covers your mouth and it cleans it out and they have white strips and all that like what you know most people don't know what to use or what exactly is the best type of options for you spe- you know specifically like I was told soft then I was told to use a different type of toothbrush so how do you uh, I guess help those patients figure that out well, you, well actually the soft kind is really the best one mm-hmm. why because it, it doesn't hurt the gums you know in cleaning the teeth sometimes we forgot that the gums are also very important right yes and you have to take care of it and it's very is very delicate so why soft bristle toothbrush is the best for general use because it is gentle to the gums and preserving the gums is essential to preserving your teeth once you do something to the gums and you know if it breaks or it goes down you know now you have more areas for food to 
to to log in, right, or, or to to get to get stuck in. So preserving your gums is as important as preserving your teeth. That's mm. why the best really is soft bristle toothbrush. Now, you know whether it's the rotating kind or you know the the manual toothbrush. It really doesn't matter as long as you don't hurt the gums and as long as you achieve the thorough cleansing of your teeth. That's just the, the, the basic thing. And you you need to observe the time that you are actually, you know, spending in cleaning your teeth. Like if you're in a hurry, no matter what toothbrush you have, you're not cleaning effectively, right? Mm-hmm. Is so it you have to you have to, you know, remember the techniques from from, from up should be you know going down and from down it should be going up why because if you're using soft bristle toothbrush and you're cleaning it that way you're also massaging your gums you're also massaging when you're massaging Mm -hmm. are you um are you um promoting good circulation Mm -hmm. yes and when there's good circulation it becomes healthy so when it comes to mouthwashes, just choose the one that doesn't really hurt you. You know, for me, mouthwashes are all the same, except for the bactericidal mouthwash that you only use when you have an infection. You don't use it every day. Because if you use bactericidal mouthwash every day, you kill the good bacteria, that now you get other infections. Because we have good bacteria also. So you don't kill them. You just you know, mouthwashes are, you know, what, what the purpose that of that is just to freshen the breath, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to remove, you know, some or few of the uh, unwanted bacteria. But the best thing really is to brush, to brush and to brush properly. Then when it comes to uh, toothpaste, you know, one thing that I tell my students, or rather students, my patients, is that if you're buying a toothpaste, you put a bit of that in your finger and try to um, fill it. If it is too grainy, that means it may not be good for your teeth in the long run because it abrades your teeth. It causes abrasion. Mm-hmm. So try to, 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 for general use, try to, um, you know, get that thing that that is not very abrasive. So you know, you pre- you preserve your enamel. Now, for smokers, if, if, if you're asking me why are there hard bristle toothbrushes, why are there grainy, you know, toothpaste, it's, it's for smokers so that they remove the nicotine. Oh, I didn't but know for, that. Yeah. For general use, you just use the mild ones. Be gentle with your gums. Huh. Be gentle with your teeth if you want them to stay with you for a long time. And um, is... I had a had a friend who used hydrogen peroxide as a mouthwash. Is that good or bad? Um, I would not always, I, I actually never advised anybody to use that because, you know, if you suddenly, drink you accidentally it. drink it, That's... I don't know what will happen to you, right? <laughs> yeah, so so that is just one of my concerns. So that's just why I mm-hmm. don't um, actually, um, uh, you know, suggest you know mouthwashes you just you know you just use any mouthwash but again the most important thing is that did you floss and did you brush well Mm -hmm. so you know even without the mouthwash because why your toothpastes already have flavors right 
it already is like mouthwash, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. So actually, that's that's the important thing that you brush well, that you remove everything that is there. And how often so, should you, uh, I guess you know, go to the dentist and get your teeth clean? Is that like six months or? Yes, yes. The regular, the regular time is every six months, and uh, as often as you can if you're a smoker, because mm-hmm. uh, you know nicotine and other substances tend to clean in the teeth. That's why you have to have it clean more often, and uh, you are more prone also to a lot of uh, gum problems when you're a smoker so there are a lot of risks so um, generally speaking it should be every six months but if you're a smoker probably three times a year okay well it was it was nice meeting you and everything so uh, yes. very informative yeah, I, nice I really enjoyed it well anytime anytime okay. thank you, you know, thank you also for giving this opportunity and I hope you know the people whom you would share this with would, would, you know, learn a lot from, you know, the things that we've shared today. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Brandon. All right, bye. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you too.